hello, hello, and welcome to Continuously Brave. Today I want to chat about why I cut one of my most popular and requested services in my business and how you can do it too if you have a service that is popular and you no longer want to offer it. This might be a good moment to pause the podcast and go back to the previous episode where I explained what my first two years in business were like, the ups, the downs, and the in-between bits while also getting re-diagnosed with my chronic illness, managing client work and my flare-ups and post-surgery life and the lessons I learned along the way in those first two years. It was pretty epic and a lot happened so I do recommend going to listen to that episode before listening to this one. Like many of years when they're starting I offered a lot of services. My niche was being a tech and creative VA and I offered the standard support with blogs, newsletters and social media. I don't regret offering lots of different services because it showed me what I actually like and enjoy doing which meant I could narrow down my offerings. Social media was my most popular one and also ended up becoming the service that I hated the most for several different reasons to be honest. My social media services include Twitter, Facebook and Instagram and later I offered Pinterest management but instead of doing Twitter, Instagram and Facebook as packages, which by the way, if you're offering these kinds of services and you're not already doing them as packages, it's a brilliant way to go as I did them by the hour of whatever my hourly rate was at the time, which was a really rubbish way to do it because the more you do something, the quicker you get it done. And when I was doing it at an hourly rate, it meant that eventually you would get less for the same amount of work because you've gained a skill and you're not charging for the skill, you're just charging for the time it takes to do the task. Um, So clients, (laughs) possibly because I had the wrong type of clients, they wanted to pay less and get more, which is always a problem. And I was often faced with the problem when they said they saw it cheaper on X, Y, and Z. And at the time I was really disheartened by their responses and often felt I had to reduce my prices to get clients and sell the services that I was offering. It was a really tough place to be in. I also often fell into their tone of voice and and because I fell into their tone of voice, I followed it over to my own content and therefore my content never really felt like it was in my own voice. And it took me a really long time to find my own voice again with my content. Um, I wasn't technically offering copywriting services because that wasn't my thing. Um, I studied English literature at university and enjoyed writing. And I'd already had previous experience with um, writing social media for my own book blog and for authors and for doing social media book blog tours and things like that and never had a real issue but at the time it was what my content was about and having a business and then doing client stuff is very different and they're two different things and I think part of it as well was my clients were quite a bit older than me they're about 10 to 20 years older than me some of my clients so their voice their tone of voice was a lot more formal than mine and if you're interested in getting to know how you can get your client's tone of voice I recommend jumping on um, a Zoom, an hour-long Zoom call with them or some 
form of audio call with them and just chatting about stuff in general like their business and how it started and you know all that good stuff and getting behind it and then I'd also spend a couple of hours probably maybe more than a couple of hours um like three to five hours going through their previous content their blog posts their newsletters their Instagram or Twitter captions and things like that and seeing how they structure um, sentences and stuff like that that's if knowing that they've previously done their own content and then you can get a really good tone you can get a really good grasp of their tone of voice and how they put things out into the world and you can replicate that but like I said because my clients were at least 10 to 20 years older than me and they were a lot more formal than I was I fell into their tone of voice and it took me a while to get out of that and it became this thing that got more and more time consuming as clients often want you to respond to comments and connect with their followers and it became this thing that I hated doing because it was clear that most, not all of my clients, didn't really appreciate what I was doing and didn't really see the value in having their social media managed even though they'd hired me to do that. And because it didn't have the right prices, it became this huge time suck where really at the end of it, when I did the math, they were getting quite a bit of work for free if you're in a similar situation where you're offering a service but you're no longer happy with what you're offering here's what you can do you can talk it out with a coach or a business bestie if you I do really highly recommend having a business coach or some sort of friend who is in maybe not the same niche as you but you know is running an online business is self-employed and having somebody you can discuss things with when you're having issues and things are tripping you up and stuff like that can be really really helpful like in the circumstances at the time I couldn't afford a coach and I didn't have a business bestie so the way that I dealt with it and you can too if you don't have a coach or you don't have a business bestie or you just want to try and work through it yourself is I recommend journaling out and asking yourself why you no longer love the service and what it is that is getting to you about offering it is your price point too low are you marketing it the Are you marketing it to the wrong sort of clients? Do you just no longer love what you're offering anymore? Then ask yourself why. You want to dig through your answers and always question why to the response of your answers because then you can have a deeper understanding of why this service isn't working anymore and it might help you see what you really want to offer instead. And just a side note about journaling, I know a lot of people don't love it and a lot of people just writing by hand doesn't work for them and that's totally fine. I am a paper and pen girl, always have been, that's how I journal but I do believe that just like running a business your own way, you should be able to run, you should be able to journal your own way. Um, So I recommend, um, you know, if that doesn't work then using the notes app on your phone and just typing it out or doing it on your laptop in a google drive in your google docs in your google drive or um you could even just pull up the audio app on your phone and verbalizing it as you do it you could also um just pull up the camera and video record yourself talking yourself through it um whichever way works for you and one of the earlier episodes i think it's episode three episode five I can't remember exactly sorry guys but there is an episode about connecting and talking to your intuition and I highly recommend going back to that episode 
to help you if you are wanting to get through your journaling responses in a better way. If you journal through all of that and you realise that you want to let go of the service, then I highly recommend thinking, um, do you need to offer another service instead to replace what you no longer want to offer or are you fine without that service will your business still run okay if you drop that service that you've been offering if you don't need to replace that service that's awesome but if you do decide that you want to launch a new service you need to start deciding when you want to launch it and how slowly you can phase out your current clients on that service that no longer appeals to you So that could mean that you could stop offering that service straight away to any new clients and so you don't take on any new clients for that service. So now you have to decide if you're going to keep the current clients that you have for that service and keep doing that work or if you're going to phase them out too. One way you can do this if you want to phase them out is to let them know that the next quarter, so the next three months, is going to be the last three months that they get to work with you on this service. If you like the client that you're working with and your client's actually a good fit, you know, they pay on time, they don't micromanage you and they're happy with the work that you do and you're still happy with that client, then I would highly recommend letting them know that you're going to offer a replacement service or you know you're scaling back and you're only going to have these other services instead would they be interested in working with you in those other services or in that new direction that you're going to go um but if you don't want to offer them your new service because you know sometimes it is the clients that make that service just as unenjoyable as the service itself you don't have to offer them another service you could offer them um you could tell them that they could go work with somebody else or you could just offload them and that be the end of what you're doing with them so you really want to have somebody that was offering a similar service to what you're no longer offering and asking if they would be you know you're dropping the service would they be interested in would they be okay with you recommending them to your clients if they want to swap um and that's you know a good way to make a connection and a good way to maybe make a business bestie because you're handing over your clients to them and it makes it a little bit easier for you but you need to also realize that there will be some um time lost for you in handing over those clients to someone new because you might have to do a lot of stuff to hand them over you know emails and stuff like that to get them swapped over so that's just one thing to think about um as I said if you hadn't listened to the previous episode um my circumstances were that um I'd only planned for a month off in my business to recover from my surgery however I ended up having a way bigger surgery than anticipated and I also got sepsis so it took me an additional five months to recover so at the, about the two to three month mark, a couple of clients dropped me, um, which at the time was really sucky, but looking back, it felt good because um, 
before I'd gone off for my surgery, I had started to raise my prices for a couple of clients and services that I was offering. And ironically, or not ironically, (laughs) those clients that I raised my prices to are the ones that dropped me. So clearly we weren't a good fit because they didn't respect the value that they were getting. And that's fine. Um, And then the other thing was when I did eventually come back to my business, after a month coming back, I realised that the services were the issue. It wasn't just the clients. And so I just told my clients that I was phasing out this service um, and I was still doing newsletter stuff and blog stuff and if they wanted support with that then I was open to helping them with that but most of them said that they weren't and a couple of them said that they actually themselves were going to take a break from social media because they just didn't find it as relevant at the moment and one of my other clients decided to take a sabbatical um, from online work and took six a six month break um to just you know be <laughs> and stuff and so I was in like a double position there um I didn't add a new service until um about another year later when I eventually added Pinterest management to my service package and when I added that later on I did that as a package deal not as an hourly thing um so yeah they're my best tips to you know help you when you have a service or offering that no longer lights you up and a way to handle it and a way to work through it I really hope you found this useful and a little bit helpful um if you did please do free feel uh, tongue-tied there if you did please feel free to drop me a comment or a dm on instagram I'm at Ali Grace Muir um and I really hope to catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. I always really appreciate you guys. And I can't wait to catch you in the next episode. Thanks for listening.